JWF Monday Night Admission. I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined as always by the man who's going to be going to war in a few weeks. It's Captain Tibbs. You know what, Silver? I'm going to have to start getting yearly war pants. Seems to be happening all the time now. That is right, but you have recently acquired, in your own terms, a new soldier in this war in the form of, shockingly enough, the JXT World Heavyweight Champion, Mark Plays. I mean, that's the guy of JXT, our big opponents at crossing the line, and he has turned tail and joined and aligned himself with you. This is shocking. Absolutely, Sills. I didn't believe it. If I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. But you know what? What is bad for them is good for me. Well, it was most certainly bad for the leaders of JXT, Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore, because last week, Mark Plays led a violent assault on his former mentors that ended with him sending Scotty Moore careening through our announce table. I mean, Tibbs, our monitor was going into Scotty's damn ribs. It was a violent display, which is, of course, why Scotty is not here in the arena tonight. He was not allowed. The man is not medically cleared to even appear on the show. No, no, not at all. We want to make sure Scotty is all fresh for crossing the line. <laughs> uh, and also, I wanted to give him a little bit of time to stew on what I did. All right. Well, after that, you, of course, offered up Mark Plays a contract in what many are calling a despicable display. But... The latest member of the JWF roster is in the ring right now, so why don't we hear from the JXT champion himself, Mark Plays. Hello everyone, my name is Mark Plays. I am your undefeated and unsubmitted champion of the little pond they call JXT. And you know, many people have asked me, why, why, Mark, would you turn your back on the company that made you famous? Why would you take two men that have mentored you and trained you in the form of Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore and mercilessly beat them into the mat? Why would you take the man who believed in you more than anything, Scotty Moore, and send him to the hospital? And the answer to all of these questions is quite simple. I don't give a single solitary damn about JXT. I don't give a damn about this war. I give a damn about Mark Plays. And Mark Plays has already conquered the realm of JXT. That little side quest of my life is over. And I'm now on to final boss territory. And believe me, the Dylan, I know you're watching. And I know you understand your place as the final boss holding that JWF championship basically makes you that but here's the thing D-man Mark Plays is the elite gamer of the JWF and if anybody can take down a big boss you're looking at him hell ask your old pal Scotty Dillon everyone told me I was crazy to turn my back on him that revenge would be coming but after what I did to him last week well one shot, one kill. That's a Overwatch joke. Besides, Scotty is absolutely nothing to worry about because at the end of the day, I'm no longer his issue. Because Captain Tibbs happened to fax me a little document earlier today and well, would you look at that? It's an official JWF contract and signing it would make me your newest member of this roster. In fact, you know something, why don't we just get it over with real quickly? Tibbs, Tibbs, have you got a pen? 
All right, Tibbs, this is ridiculous. Don't throw him a pin, damn it! All right, Tibbs, this is ridiculous. Don't throw him a pin, damn it! Catch! Oh, great, now we... Oh my god, Tibbs, he is signing his JWF contract on top of the JXT Championship. That is, that title has been held by legends, the Jebedook. Uh, so many men have held that title with pride, and, and now Mark Place is using it as a, a glorified clipboard. Well, Sills, he doesn't have a table out there. I don't know what you expect the man to do. All right, initial here, date here, and boom, baby! Mark Blaze has officially arrived in the JWF, and you know something? Last November, I debuted in JXT and won their championship just two months later, and you know something? I think it's, I think it's time to see if I can beat that little speed run. Well, Tim's Mark Blaze making it quite clear that he is coming after the JWF Championship, but you gotta admit, he has got one hell of a brick wall in his way in the form of the Lord of the Smart Side, the Dylan. Absolutely, Silk, I can understand. It seems that we have gone from one undefeatable uh, uh, contest last month to another in Mark plays versus the Dylan. Honestly, Sills, I think Mark can beat his uh, PB. You know, uh, personal best speed run thing. <laughs> Mark's is... been teaching me. All right, Tibbs. Well, of course, in addition, Mark plays making reference to the fact that he won the JXT Championship January of last year, just about to celebrate nearly a whole year with that title. But I want to talk about the man who he beat for that title. The man known as Chuck Gibbons, who the minute he lost that title, immediately got that JWF contract, came to the main roster, had amazing showings at expiration date at Wrestlepalooza. Hell, at Summerfest, he defeated AJ Steele to become the newest leader of the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys stable. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. If you want to talk about a guy you could strap a rocket to, it's got to be Chuck Gibbons. Uh-huh, the sky is limitless for Chuck Gibbons. He just has to take his opportunity and seize it. That is right. And for right now, Chuck Gibbons is backstage with one of our top interviewers to hear where the man's man stands in the war between JWF and JXT. Hello, everybody. Honeypot McMoonPieface here with a man who finds himself as the de facto leader of the wild-eyed Southern boys, Chuck Gibbons. Now, Chuck... Your history in JXT is well documented. Multiple championship reigns and numerous match of the year candidates, of course. That being said, as a member of the JWF roster, where does your allegiances lie? <laughs> you know something, honey man? That's something I've been considering a lot lately. Because, well, I love my time in JXT, but uh, the JWF has offered me something I've never had before. Stability. It's offered my family a home, my kids food on their plates. The JWF has truly given me that storybook life that you always read about. It has helped me fulfill the American dream coming true right here in front of my eyes. But uh, then again, I look at this roster of men, guys like AJ Steele who would rather sit in the ring and talk your ear off and do the damn thing that a professional wrestler is supposed to do. Wrestle. You see, I adore JWF. It's given me the opportunity to get in the ring and tell stories and have fun, but... Well, the fact of the matter is, Chuck Gibbons is a professional wrestler. 
And as far as I'm concerned, the home of professional wrestling is JXT. So what side do the wild-eyed southern boys fall on? <laughs> the home of 15-minute promos and ads for AJ Steele's dick pills or the home of professional goddamn wrestling? Well, I guess I'll just let you be the judge of that. Well, Tim's Chuck Gibbons making it quite clear that in the oncoming war, he, he might get his check signed by you, his contract missing JWF, but Chuck Gibbons, the man's man, he is JXT born and bred. Yes, I suppose he is, Sills. That was a little too vague for my liking, but again, I can't hold it against anybody. <laughs> that is right, but... Speaking of something that you should have been holding against somebody, Tibbs, why don't we talk about the violent assault your son Chuck conducted on our referee last week? I mean, he beat the living hell out of our referee Shibata in the middle of the ring. He's not cleared for action this week. We can't have a damn match because of your son. And yet, ever since, the JWF universe has been waiting for some sort of retaliation, and yet nothing's really come out of it. Oh, well, Sills, I just, I don't know what I can do about it. Honestly, all of my uh, effort has been focused in other places right now, so we'll just have to let Chuck fit for himself. That is right, Chuck Tibbs, last week coming out to the ring, challenging the former JWF champion, Robert Hill, to a match. But Tibbs, Robert Hill's laid up in a hospital. He suffered a severe shoulder injury back at Summerfest. There was no way he was going to make it to the ring, but... Chuck Tibbs insisted that the bell be rung, the count be made, but I don't even know if it's a damn legal match at this point. What happened? Well, Sills, I mean, the, the bell was rung, and it was rung again, and honestly, that's always going to go down in the books. As much as I hate to say it, I can't really do anything about the bookkeeping. It was solely the, 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 the lineage of this company, and I'm... Really running out of excuses for my boy right now. Well, Tibbs, your boy's in the ring right now because he apparently wants to have a championship celebration over the fact that he defeated Robert Hill last week, but I think the whole thing's hogwash. Why don't we go out to the ring and hear what your boy has to say? You know, a lot of people considered my astounding victory over Robert Hill last week to have uh, been won through, well, how should I say it, uh, unscrupulous means and you know what that offends me that offends me because all I did was my job I showed up to this arena on time put in the work I stood in the ring and what did Robert Hill do he stayed far far away because he quickly revealed to the world exactly what he is last week and that's a dirty Filthy chicken. <laughs> I mean, that's the only logical excuse, right? For the fact that he wouldn't come to face me. <laughs> it's just the fact that he's a big yellow belly geek <laughs> who got lucky one too many times in the ring and got an ego that grew just a little too big. <laughs> oh, wait, but Robert, 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 I get it. I really do. It's not easy to do what I do. It's, it's not easy to stand here amongst titans like myself. It's not easy to work up that courage to actually look like a monster like myself and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. <laughs> but now, uh, I guess we must move on to the future of Chuck Tibbs. 
a future that's looking brighter than ever. When this silly little war is finally out of the way and my father decimates JXT at crossing the line, well, I will be coming for a prize that I had unfairly ripped away from me. Uh, and that's... Actually, hold on. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, son. Yep. Didn't mean to. Had to get a mic. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, actually, uh, just got off the phone with a local medical facility that Robert Hill was at. And I've received some amazing news. The doctors are calling this a, uh, a violent, hatred-fueled hyper-recovery. But because of that, Robert Hill is officially cleared for competition! And it sounds like he's gonna be here live next week on JWF Ignition! <laughs> hey, I was, uh, uh, so, so, sorry, I was, I think I just got some, what did you just say? Well, Tim's some astounding news there. Robert Hill cleared for competition, and you know something? I think I got a pretty good idea of who his first opponent's gonna be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> that is right, but you just heard it from the man himself next week. Robert Hill returns to the JWF, but... Why don't we move on to the man Robert Hill was defeated by for that JWF championship. That's right, the World Heavyweight Champion himself, the Dylan. And Tibbs, this is the real question. Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore, the heads of JXT, also very well aligned with the Dylan as part of the Fight Boys faction back in the day. I honestly think the champion's mind might be split right now between the company that he champions and his friends. That may very well be the case, Sills, but I hope that when it comes push to shove that Dylan remembers just, uh, who gave him all those opportunities in the first place. <laughs> all right, well, the champ is backstage right now with one of our top interviewers, so why don't we hear what the D has to say? Ladies and gentlemen, Don the Don McDonald backstage here with the JWF World Heavyweight Champion, the Dylan. Now, Dylan, how do you react to this ongoing war between JWF and JXT? And, well, to put it frankly, the JWF audience needs to know, where does the champ's allegiances lie? You know, this war between the JXT and the JWF has me a little conflicted. You see, on the one hand, I am the JWF World Heavyweight Champion. Ignition is the Dylan's show as you well know but if i'm gonna be honest with you some of my best matches some of my hardest fought contests that i feel the proudest about have come against jxt guys and you know this title this belt it bays for blood and i will satiate it but you see i want to feed my reign and cover it in fresh blood new bodies to add to the pile and i can't do that facing guys like chuck tibbs and guy fiari for the 1400th ump time i need new people that can go i need people like chuck gibbons mark plays need people that can really turn things up speaking of which mark i saw what you did to scotty very impressive very impressive interesting move though 
Because, you know, there's this old saying that when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. Well, Tibbs, you heard him say it right there. When you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. And Tibbs, I think that might be the champ. You might have got the JXT champ, but I think JXT just got the side of the JWF champion. And we got the sneaking suspicion that Dylan doesn't like me very much. Is that just me? No, I feel like that is something we've known for for many. I mean, you did fight him at Wrestlepalooza, Tibbs, and you cheated to win. So I do, I do feel like he has a good reason to not like you. Oh yeah. But now, Tibbs, we move on to our main event of the evening. It is going to be an absolute barn burner because we are going to finally find out who is going to be part of Team JXT and who will be part of Team JWF and that epic three-on-three elimination match. Now, we already know a few members of Team JWF in the form of Gazi and, of course, Big Cyrus Crane, members of the Whitney family. But as far as JXT is concerned... I got no idea who they're going to be bringing to the table. Well, Sills, I'm going to say this is probably going to be a pretty hard sell for uh, anybody in JXT, not for nothing. That's right. Well, there it is, the music of JXT hitting, and, well, that's just, that's just Blake Tanner. Blake Tanner on his own walking out to the ring. Usually he would have an armada, an army behind him, but it's, looks like it's just Blake. How unfortunate. Alright, well he is getting in the ring, so why don't we hear what the former Triple Crown Champion has to say. You know, I haven't been the best guy to be around in the past year. I let myself go. I, I may have taken men and crushed their heads into steel steps, thrown my very own friends through car windows, I mean shit, I saw one of my favorite students about to win their first championship ever, and I kicked them down and took that opportunity for myself. That's, that's why it's no surprise to me that when I started calling up men to join Team JXT, none of them would have anything to do with me. And they were right. I wouldn't want to join up with someone who's been acting the way I have, with someone who doesn't care about anyone else who takes the most valuable people in their life for granted. That's what I had become. An uncaring, jealous, vindictive, small, small person. As a matter of fact, a few months ago, I remember bragging to you all how little I cared. How I was at the point in my life that I only had to work for me and no one else. I had no goals anymore. Sure, I, I chased titles and opportunities, but the passion was gone. I had done it all. I fought against unparalleled odds as the most unlikely world champion I think you're ever going to see in this company. I stood side by side with my best friends in the ring victorious and well after that it all became the same. I didn't feel like I could ever reach that height again. I started stagnating, losing, and I finally just stopped caring altogether. The old Blake died somewhere in there. I saw friends turn on me. I lost high profile match after match after match. The plucky underdog that everyone wanted to root for was gone. 
and I couldn't bring him back no matter how hard I tried. But somewhere in all of that, I helped put JXT together. Side by side with Scotty, we built something amazing for nothing but an old gymnasium and a crusty wrestling ring. I, I could sit down at that commentary desk and forget about my wrestling career that I knew wasn't going anywhere. I could lace up and teach this new generation what it felt like to be a professional wrestler. What I used to feel every time I stepped into this ring. I poured the last bits of my broken, apathetic heart into making JXT stronger and wiser than I ever was when I started in JWF. In all this apathy I was drowning in, I didn't realize that there was something that I cared about after all. It was staring me right in the goddamn face. And I didn't start seeing it until a few weeks ago when Tib said he was going to take it all away from us. No. I have something to fight for. Something that is greater than just me. Something that deserves protecting. I don't think I can bring back that bright-eyed outlook on professional wrestling I once had. I took every last bit of that person and poured it into JXT. So no matter who I am, no matter who I become because of it, I will draw this line in the sand for my company and my students, and I will not budge! I will do whatever it takes to teach this new generation, these limitless, beautiful people, that professional wrestling isn't toxic, hyper-masculine, win-at-all-costs, not the world that I believed it was. I will teach them why I got into wrestling in the first place. It wasn't for gold, or titles, or accolades. It was because wrestling is fun! It's the most fun I've ever had, squaring off against someone else in the ring and testing the weight of your heart against theirs. I came into this company for a good time, and I promise that at crossing the line, it doesn't matter if I've got men fighting by my side or if I am all alone. I will fight for JXT, and I will fight! Oh, Tibbs, that's... That's the music of Blake Tanner's opponent from Summerfest. The, the man who beat him to become king of the Steel City. The, the Jebedook is coming down to the ring, and I don't think we need to talk about the history of these two men. I mean, Blake Tanner was one of the big champions of the Jebedook ever since he's come to the main roster. Absolutely so, after the, the amazing match that these two had a few weeks ago, I wouldn't have expected Jeb to do this, but... Well, whose side is he on, Tibbs? I mean, the man's getting in the ring, and he's just staring down Blake Tanner, who... Well, look at this, looks like Blake Tanner offering a hand to the Duke one, and... And he obliges! Blake Tanner and the Jebedook are shaking hands in the center of the ring. And Tibbs, I hate to say it, but I think we may just have our first arrival of Team JXT in the form of the Jebedook and Blake Tanner. Remember that, Sills. I will remember that. Well, that makes two of us, huh, Jeb? I guess. <laughs> 
Well, before Blake Tanner can guess about anything, uh, that is the music of the Whitney family coming out. And oh no, Tibbs, that's that's the music of Legion. That is the music of the Demonic One. That is the music of Croc. And it looks like Lawrence Whitney has formed some sort of alliance with the man known as Croc. They're shaking hands on the ring. Lawrence Whitney used to hate this man, and now they're shaking hands. I wonder what Lawrence Whitney had to do to get Croc on his side of all people. I don't know, but it, it looks like we now have a united front for Team JWF. Look at him right there. Gazi, Big Cyrus, Crane, Croc. This is a dominating group, and, and unfortunately, someone has given Lawrence Whitney a damn microphone. Oh, look at that. The sad little boy finally found himself a friend. Meanwhile, I found myself a demon. Wonder which one will be better in war. But you know something, Blake? I am. I'm proud of you. Really. I really am. I mean, after Mark Plays sent your best friend Scotty Moore to the hospital, I thought it was well and truly all over for you. I mean. After all, is your career in this company really worth anything without Scotty? I mean, when you were JWF champion, he was your greatest rival. He was what made that title reign worth something. And then, need I go on about the countless tag team championship reigns that Scotty secured for you? I mean, what does a man do when the coattails that he's been riding for upwards of five years Get sent to the hospital. <laughs> hey, Lawrence, shut up for a sec. I get it. You and I bet a lot of other guys in the back think that I'm not going to be able to do this. It'll go down as just another in a long line of Blake's big failures. I mean, you look at both of us. The Jebedook and I, we've made a career out of fumbling it at the 10-yard line, missing that last layup. We have no shame in admitting that we failed more than we've succeeded. You know why, Lawrence? That's the thing about failure. You learn from it. You learn. You grow. I tried to tell you that so many times that failure makes success all the more sweeter. It's thanks to our failures that we stand as two Triple Crown champions, not in spite of them. It's thanks to our failures that the Jebeduk and Blake Tanner are already legends. And... Speaking of legends, Lawrence, there is one last thing I should probably clarify before you uh, get too many ideas in your head. <clears throat> Earlier, I said that no man from JXT had answered me. But a dragon did. Oh, Tibbs, I think I know what that means. Oh, and there it is! The music of Falcor, the dragon, bursting out from behind the Whitney family, and he's just beating the living hell out of Team JWF. This is astounding. What? Well, uh, you can't just do it. I'm a... Damn it! Oh, look at this. <laughs> Looks like the dragon is chasing off the Whitney family as Jebeduk and Blake Tanner laugh in the ring, but 
Oh, Tibbs, look at this. The dragon has returned, and it looks like he has brought a snack before the meal that is crossing the line because he has got Lawrence Whitney over his shoulder. What is Falcor thinking? I don't know, Sills, but I don't think Lawrence is going to like it. Oh, and then he throws Lawrence into the ring where he walks straight into a Duke Whirl from the Jabaduck before it looks like Falcor backs up and nails the one-inch dragon kick directly to the skull. Lawrence Whitney falling to the mat in a heap, but looks like there's one member of Team JXT still waiting to get his licks in because Blake Tanner has backed up. Blake out that vicious stomp straight to the skull of Lawrence Whitney, and it looks like Team JXT are standing tall. You know, a month ago, I would have really enjoyed this, Sills. Not so much now, I have to say, Tibbs. It's a lot easier to cheer when they're not going to be facing you in a couple of weeks. But before we can get to the crossing the line pay-per-view, we have one big show coming up next week. And Tibbs, you were talking about Robert Hill returning next week. I've been told that another man has been medically cleared and he is returning next week in the form of Scotty Moore, the leader of Team JXT. And you know Scotty has got a lot to say next week. Oh, that's just perfect. That is right. In addition, we are going to hear from a JXT superstar crush Atlas about some epic matches that are going to be happening at Crossing the Line. We are going to hear from Robert Hill. We're going to hear from the champ. And most importantly, we're going to get to see Team JXT one last time before they ride into battle for Crossing the Line. And I'm sure that Team JWF is going to have an appropriate response. That is right, Tibbs. But until then, remember to support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS and pick up merch for your favorite superstars, whether that be Chuck Gibbons, Scotty Moore, Val Curry. They all have merch waiting for you at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. And the official JWF War Bonds will also be going on sale this week. <laughs> that is right. But until then, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon, and this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition. And we will see you next time.